Welcome to Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. I'm here to help you discover and get clear on how you operate as your best self to create more success, more happiness, and more peace in your daily life and business. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cue the Clarity. So today I wanted to talk to you about how I have been finding my way back to myself again in these last couple months of going through a big transition. But I think that this episode will be really great for everybody who is feeling like they need a hard reboot or a reset in their lives, right? If you're feeling like you're getting swept up into it, you're feeling like you're rushing through your life, or if you're feeling like you are in that perpetual state of transition. I think this is for a lot of entrepreneurs. We're always in a perpetual state of transition, of constant change, of having to be pivoting and being agile. And at the same time, it has pushed us in these last couple of years to be in fight or flight mode, survival mode, because of being in the pandemic and not ever coming back up for air. And so if you're feeling like you need a reset, this is the podcast episode for you. Okay. First of all, I wanted to talk about this mindset shift that I wanted you to start you off with before I go into the action steps that you could be taking. So the mindset shift is, is that in society, we are taught very much so to hustle. And there is this badge of busy of running, running, running towards our goals. And that the busier you are, the more valuable your life or something. We're, we, we're constantly in this perpetual state of busyness. We always are trying to be busy and it's not even that we're productive, we're busy. However, I think that is because that we also have been trained in a way to associate slowing down or taking a pause with stepping back or stopping our business. And this does not feel good if you are a high achieving mom like me and you have really big goals. I mean, I have extraordinary goals and I know that you have incredibly big goals too, right? This is why you're listening to this podcast and this is why you're here today. You've always done things in a way that you are creating business, right? You're an entrepreneur, you have that in your blood or you learned it like me. And when I was at the product boss, we built that business to Inc. 500. It was number 466. It's a multi-million dollar business and it was incredible. And so I want you to think about all the big dreams that you have for yourself and know that what I'm asking you is to set your intentions and start doing slower mornings. What I'm calling slower mornings approach to your day in order for you to uh, set intentions and then you can conquer your day. It is giving yourself time to get into the day with deliberation and centering yourself and grounding yourself before you start taking all the actions in order to know that you're on the right path that is aligned with you. It's aligned action. And so these are the things that I started doing because I started feeling all out of sorts, I guess, off the rails and feeling like I was in this big transition and needing to get back to myself, needing to trust my intuition again, and but not really understanding how to get there. And thinking that I had this big weight on my shoulders of trying to figure out my entire life of what I'm going to be doing next, like what is my purpose in life? And that felt really, really heavy for me. And I wasn't sure how to get there. 
how to even answer that question of what's important to me and what do I really want out of my life? What does feel aligned for me? And so I started with these habits and I, I started doing these habits because I needed to create a foundation to get my legs under me. And so these habits were really easy to remember because they came as like an unexpected blessing. Instead of weighing down this decision fatigue with all the things that I needed to do, I'm just going to remember S-L-O-W-E-R. And that is what I'm going to work through every single morning in order to slow myself down and and add in intention into my day to set the tone for more purpose in my day for a winning day, right? We all want a winning day of feeling like we won that day and we did great and it was exactly what I wanted to get done. And these were the things that were important to me. And I needed to create a foundation for me to be able to stand upright. One of my friends, when I was going through letting go of the partnership and the product boss and the um, community that I loved so much, as well as the team, I felt like I was in a process of grief. And one of my friends said that her therapist told her that it's like, you're walking through the mud, you're walking through the mud, and then eventually you'll be able to stand up and then the mud dries and then you're able to shake it from your legs once you stand up, okay? So when we're in that brink of burnout and have no bandwidth and trying to build our businesses and it's not working or we're feeling under-motivated or not motivated at all and uninspired, I also wanted to tell you the story really quickly of how I came to what I was going to do at Cue the Clarity. And it came through another friend slash mentor that in the time that it felt really, really hard, I asked him, do you think that I'm hitting a midlife crisis? And he said to me, I think that you're hitting a midlife clarity. And I thought to myself, Mina, you just have to cue the clarity. I want you to think of this as the way that you reset your life in order for it to feel more aligned. So like I said, it is a slower mornings approach, S-L-O-W-E-R. And I'm going to run through that with you. So the first letter is S for silence. And silence is such a, it can feel like such a luxury in today's world because silence is such a gift in a distracted world. When you're waking yourself up in silence and you wake yourself up in silence and you allow yourself to sit in the stillness and the quietness and stretch your body and put your feet on the ground and maybe think it's going to be a great day, that can be so beneficial to you instead of bringing in the noise. You need to block out the noise in the mornings. And I say that because I had to say the same thing to myself. I was reaching for my phone in the mornings and allowing all that noise to basically cloud my brain. And we all know that when you start looking at your phone and you see other people's highlight reels or you see other people's opinions, it starts to mess with your self-worth and your self-confidence. And you see this person's doing that or this person's opinion is this, and it starts to cloud your own inner voice. And what I know about your inner voice and when you're starting to turn to it, when you're needing to reset your life is that it cannot shout. You have to quiet down in order to hear it. 
you start with looking inward. And so when you're looking at your phone and let's say you're not even going into social media and you are instead looking at the stuff that your team needs from you or the things that you need to do for the day, it starts to get really heavy in that you are reacting to it, that it's thrust upon you versus you going there maybe 60 or 90 minutes into your morning, which I promise you, the world can wait 60 to 90 minutes. It can even wait another half hour if that's all you have. So reclaim that sacred part of the day that you are reclaiming your day. And also let's reclaim your journey, reclaim your business. You are growing this business for it to serve your life. So I want you to reclaim that energy that you're putting towards it and be like, I am taking ownership of this. I am taking accountability for the time that I spend and I need to take care of myself first in order for all of the other things to work and feel aligned, okay? So silence is such a beautiful thing that you can give yourself and then you can meditate, you can turn, light a candle. What I like to do is I get up, I enjoy the silence. It's only, I only wake up half an hour before my kids do. And that's not even very early at 6.30. And I open up the curtains. I sit there, I'm bundled up in like this long robe type thing. And sometimes I light a candle, sometimes I don't. And I just sit there and I enjoy the silence and the quietness and the stillness of the day. And I let myself breathe and meditate and use that sacred time of not even letting my thoughts come in. I just like swat them away from my brain. And sometimes there's meditation music if I'm feeling that vibe, but most times I just enjoy the silence. So start your day off in silence and it can just make the most difference in your life. Next is L for liquids. And liquids are so important for your brain and your body. And it has always been a personal goal of mine to try to drink what they say like eight cups of eight ounces because you need that 64 ounces as women. Women need more water than men do in order to have their bodies function in the proper way. And just remember hydration is health because if you've ever been dehydrated, what it feels like. If you know, you know, it's like having your brain shrivel up like a raisin. And when you're dehydrated, it can give you migraines. It can have you feeling nauseous. You're dizzy, all the things. And why is that? Because you're dehydrated. You need the hydration in order for your body to function at its best. So what you need to do is you need to guzzle that water. This is what I tell myself in order not to be so precious around it, because at first it was actually quite hard to envision what is this eight ounces? Like, what does that look like? So I actually think of five 12 ounce cans, five 12 ounce cans, like a can of soda is usually 12 ounces, a can of beer. And I, I don't drink beer, but I definitely did when I was younger. And you better believe I was guzzling those things down when I was in college two decades ago. So guzzle that water and get to the five 12 ounce fluid cans of water and just do it. And so when I'm visualizing that, I know that once I've done three of those, I'm at my halfway point and kind of gets me uh, remembering those. So I make sure that I am healthy in water because your brain is something like 75% water and your body is over 60% water. So you are vitally needing that water in order to operate at its best. So 
guzzle that water every single day, okay? All right, the next letter is O, and that is for outside. So when you step outside first thing in the morning and you get that sunshine, you get the air on your face, you are boosting on your circadian rhythm. You are allowing the sun to give you that serotonin in order to give you that instant mood enhancement of feeling good about the day. And I get it if you are like, oh, it's actually very cold here because it is so cold in Iowa right now where I am so cold. And what I do is I just make sure that my very long coat is by the door. I also have leg warmers if I'm so super freezing that I have to put them on. And I just sit on my, I have these a little like two seater rocking chair thing on the, my front porch. And I sit there and I let the sun hit my face. It's actually been pretty dark in the mornings though, because when I'm recording this daylight savings has not hit yet, but it will. And I sit out there with my bone broth. And if it's not bone broth, I usually will do green tea or hot water. I will save my beloved coffee for later is what I try to do. I love coffee so much, but I don't start off with that when I'm sitting outside. And I sit out there in the cold with a warm cup of bone broth and I enjoy the outside air and the brisk air. And I let my face soak in the sunshine. And that is what helps to instantly boost my mood. And it is amazing. This is especially important if you are traveling as well. So if you're traveling and you wake up the same time somewhere else, it, your circadian rhythm can turn on with the with the sunlight over there. So make sure that you're doing the same sort of thing to boost your circadian rhythm in order to have you in the most easy way, jump time zones. Okay. All right. So that was silence, liquids, outside. And next is writing. And writing is going to, I'm going to explain it more in depth. This is going to be a little longer of an explanation for writing, but I promise you that it is worth it because writing and journaling in the morning will change your life. And if you're anything like me, where you like to write out your goals, written goals are absolutely life-changing as well. The act of writing is such a powerful thing because it's able to take the thoughts in your brain and process it for you out of your body onto a piece of paper. So you're processing all those thoughts and clearing your mind and able to organize your mind and understand yourself in a better way. So when you're sitting down and consistently journaling every single morning, I want to remind you that this is not the time for you to be self-editing or self-critiquing. We are our own worst enemies when it comes to writing and free flow, because we have those writer's block, journaling blocks, because we're like, what am I supposed to write? And it feels like we resist against it because we're self-critiquing ourselves. And I want you to sit down and just start writing. That was the hardest part for me though, that whole sit down and writing. So I'm going to tell you about my give cycle is what I call the give cycle of what I would run through in order to tackle those writing blocks. Okay. So it's called the give cycle. I'm going to run pretty quick, quickly through this because I don't want you to get too confused because I know that this is part of the W in slower mornings approach. And, but I want you to be able to sit down and start writing. Okay. So give cycle G I V E. 
So it goes gratitude, intention setting, visioning, and emotions. So I start with gratitude. And this is when I'm feeling like I need to get on my thankful lens and my gratitude lens. And I just go on a blessings rampage and just start writing all the things that I am grateful for. I found that find this the most helpful when I am actually the opposite of that. And I'm feeling annoyed or irritated at, I'll just give you an example at my husband. And so during the last couple of months of being in this big transition, my emotions have been really heightened and I felt extra vulnerable and he's not annoying either. It's just because I have felt that way, I needed to give myself more processing time. And so I have used this exercise before to go on a blessings rampage to remember and to reinforce all the reasons why I am so blessed to have my husband because he is so supportive. He's a great listener. He is intelligent, funny, like super witty. And he takes the kids to school and picks them up when I am in my creative surges. And he's always been supportive of all these business things that I want to do. And I know that how hard it can feel when you don't have somebody that is supportive. I remember writing all these things and going in a blessings rampage. And it was so helpful for me to get into that gratitude lens. So start with G if you need to, okay? And go on a blessings rampage. Next is I, and it's basically setting intentions for the day or the week. This feels really easier for me personally, because I love in- intention setting for the day. And it helps me to reinforce what I'm going to do during the day. And I look at my schedule and I kind of write out all the things that I feel around it and what's going to happen and what I'm going to prioritize and what I'm going to focus on. It just helps me to think about the day in the way that I'm like, okay, this is how the day is going to start and how it's going to end. And so it sets my path for me for the day or the week. And that can be so helpful. And so you can look at your schedule. You can write about what you're prioritizing as far as like projects. It can be as minuscule as you want or as grand as you want. It doesn't have to be perfect at all. Just start setting the intention of, I really want to get this done today. I'm excited about this. And this particular project is feeling a little bit harder. And you're just able to walk through and work through your intentions for the day and the week. Okay, so that was I. Next is V, and this is for vision and where you can get really dreamy. And you can write about your vision, where you see yourself in one year, three years, 10 years, doesn't matter. If you want to get really dreamy about the things that you'll have, like the tangible things or the intangible things, how you'll be feeling, how old your kids are if you have kids, how you will be getting a dog in the future. My my sister's actually saving to get herself a dog because you have to pay for the shots and the food and everything like that. And even at her apartment is there's a fee that you have to pay. So all these different things, and she's breaking it down little by little, envisioning what this dog looks like in her life, or it could be paying off debt or taking your family on vacation or a a lake house with a pond and your kids are going fishing there and you're sipping tea on the front porch, or it could be a trip to London or Paris or something. It can be anything your heart desires. This is where you get really dreamy and allow yourself to dream really big. And it does 
not have to be permanent. This is just where you get dreamy and expansive. And it doesn't mean that you are writing the checks right now or that it's permanent. It means that you are reimagining what your life could look like. And also you can be writing yourself a letter from the future. This is what I did recently on October 23rd, because I remember exactly what I wrote and what I started with. And that is, hi, Mina. Um, This is Mina from the future. You are loving fall right now, as you always do. The leaves are turning color and you are just loving the weather right now. And it was just something, it was just so silly, it feels like. But I just started off with that in order for me to talk about what future Mina is doing, how she's sharing her life as far as like effort and energy and what she has tangibly and intangibly, it just allows you to think from in the future to where you are now and help you close that gap. So that is V, okay? Next is E for emotions, writing on your emotions. And this is where you start to write about what you're feeling, how you're feeling and you're becoming a witness to them because not all emotions are the truth, right? And they're not meant for you to hold in. You're meant to get your emotions out. So as you're writing, I want you to start everything with I feel. I feel angry about this. I feel sad about this. I feel really excited about this. I've noticed I've been feeling really lit up by this. I'm feeling inspired to do this. I feel really irritated around this. I feel really happy when I do this. So you're writing about your feelings in order to understand your feelings more and have a better organization of your thoughts and understand yourself a lot better and develop your self-awareness in that. So that is E for the give cycle. So that was gratitude, intention setting, vision, and emotions to help you sit down and just start writing. Okay. No self-critiquing, no self-auditing. So that was the part of W in the slower mornings approach. Okay. So next is E and that is for exercise. And when you think of exercise, I want you to make it synonymous with movement in your mind. And it can be gentle exercise. I just want you to move your body and moving your body is such a great way for you to process all those things that you have in your body and your brain. And so when you're thinking about movement, you could do walks, which is what I like to do. You could do breathing, somatic exercises. You could do stretching, jumping jacks, whatever it is that fits you. Or you could go more rigorous in like hit exercise or weightlifting or whatever it is you want to do. I just want you to customize it to what is really easy for you to do in order to move your body. When I move my body and what I like about it is that it makes me get these surges and these zings in my brain of creativity of innovation, of just thinking better. I start to relax my body and my brain and my worries seem lessened and my anxiousness seems to kind of drop off and I'm allowing room for myself to get those creative thoughts. And so I have gone by the mantra in these last couple of years of 10K walks create 10K thoughts, 10K walks create 10K thoughts. And what that means is that when you take your 10,000 steps a day, which is my goal, those 10K walks create 10K thoughts, $10,000 thoughts that you're able to 
bring up those zings of creativity, those zings of brilliant ideas that are $10,000 generating ideas that you can start doing in your business. So you know that it doesn't have to be anything rigorous, but 10K walks create 10K thoughts, and you're able to stimulate your brain in order to give you those really great brilliant ideas as an entrepreneur. I know our brain never stops moving, but let's start to move our bodies as well. Okay. All right. And the next one is R and that is for reading. Readers are leaders. And when you're reading, you are getting yourself into learning mode, helping you evolve and learn and bring in this expansive view of all these different perspectives in a compact way, right? In a book. So even if you're learning one single gem from a book, you're able to open it up and come back to it in a different time in life where you might be resonating with different things. And then you're able to glean all these different gems of knowledge to even evolve even more and go into learning mode. It does not have to be a lot of reading. It can be five minutes or 10 minutes or five pages, right? I do recommend that it is something of nonfiction. During these slower mornings, I'm reading Brianna Weiss' A a Pivot Year. And then I'm also reading some notes that I have. So my notes from therapy that I have, as well as like alignment coaching that I reread, different assessments. Like I've done human design assessments and personality tests and that sort of thing. And that's so I can learn about myself more and become more self-aware as well as rewire my thoughts and reinforce other thoughts that I want to. So that is kind of my nonfiction reading, but I've been reading this book called Beach Trap and I haven't read a nonfiction book in a long time. And I decided to read this book because it is such a light read and it's actually really great. It's about two sisters who didn't realize they were half sisters. They didn't know the other one existed. They run into each other at camp one year. And then in their adult lives, their father passes away and they inherit a, a beachfront together. And it's all about their relationship together. It's really a light read. And like I said, it's been really great. So I'll put that into the show notes. But in my previous life, I used to read James Patterson and Dean Koontz, and it was always mystery and like psychological thrillers or suspense thrillers and things I had to figure out because as an entrepreneur, I just loved creative problem solving. And I was always trying to figure out the plot twists in those books. And so instead of that, because I want my brain to kind of relax a little bit, I decided to read this one fiction book as well as in the mornings, I actually read nonfiction self-development books and my, like I said, therapy notes and whatnot. So those are the things I would recommend in order for you to learn and evolve and get yourself into learning mode. And then remember leaders are readers because when you want to set yourself apart in this world, there's not a lot of people that are reading on a daily basis like that. And it can be so great for you to grow and progress in your journey. I think that all of us want to grow and progress in our journeys, in our business and in our life. And reading is such a valuable, priceless tool for that. So that was silence, liquids, outside, writing, exercise, and reading. So what happens when you do this? What happens? You create this foundation underneath you that you start to, on a daily basis, start to create space for yourself, create time for yourself. 
and you're reclaiming your day and resetting your life. There is a saying, and I hope that I don't butcher it, but it's something like, if you want to reclaim your life, you reclaim your time. And a lot of times people say, but I just don't have the time. I just don't have the time. We all know that Beyonce has the same 24 hours. So does Jay-Z. Everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. And it's not that you don't have the time because the time will get away from all of us. It's that you need to focus on what's important to you. And so that is really the secret to finding the time is finding your priorities. And I'm going to talk more about that in the upcoming episodes, but finding your priorities, because one thing that I have learned the hard way is that when you prioritize everything, you're prioritizing nothing. And so when prioritizing yourself and filling up your own cup, it can really serve the other people that are around you in such a great way. Because as you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And when you allow your cup to dry up like that raisin, right? It's like different saying your your cup dryeth and you are can't poureth or whatever, right? So fill that cup up with taking care of yourself first and prioritizing yourself first. And then it will always pour out to your business, to your life. So does that mean waking up half an hour earlier? Does that mean waking up 60 minutes earlier? Does that mean shifting your focus to finally putting yourself as a priority? Because as a woman, it is so easy to put others first and to put yourself last and just to continue doing that. It's it's so easy to get swept up in that. And I know that. And then bit by bit, I was able to reset my thoughts and the space I needed became bigger and bigger. My bandwidth for thought and dreaming became bigger and bigger. And I was able to do that because I started with my habits. So taking a slower morning and then becoming really action-oriented in the intentions that I would set for the day. I want that for all of you too. So start doing this for seven days, okay? Do this for seven days and report back to me. Report back to me and let me know how it's going. Are you feeling like this is what you need is a reset, a reconfiguration, a hard reboot of your life and reclaiming your business and your time and your energy and your life and your journey and saying, I'm going to take ownership of this right now, starting today. I'm going to start with creating the foundation to report back to me, report back to me in the reviews on this podcast, and then make sure in the reviews that you are putting your Instagram handle so I can reward you for writing that review. I'm going to start doing giveaways. I'm really excited and really proud of all the things that are going to come out to serve the community. And I want to be able to find you. So I am at Q the Clarity on Instagram. So make sure to follow me over there. I'm looking forward to see those little shifts and swaps that you're making in your life and in your morning in order to get to the life that you've always wanted in the way that you operate. So thank you everybody for listening. I will see you on the upcoming episodes and I will talk to you later. 